Welcome to Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. We have a new panel tonight talking bracket-shocking MCU villains. Maya, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. Really, really excited for this conversation. We are excited, too. Maya is joining us from her phone. That's why her screen just looks <laughs> a little different than the rest of ours. But Maya is still going to be spitting hot fire. Did I use that correctly? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Ryan, it is your national holiday. It is NHL trade deadline day. Ryan, how was your day today? It was a phenomenal day. Um, started off a little slow, but some big moves at the end. There was, I think, 33 trades in total. Rangers made four of them. It was a good day. Ryan, who's going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Um, I'm going to say the Rangers. Um, okay, he did not say Colorado Avalanche, so we did remove Ryan from the stream for just a little bit. Kara, <laughs> how are you today up in Canada? How are you, Kara? I am good. I'm good. I've been watching all of these brackets, and I've had enough of everybody's nonsense, so I felt like I had to come on here and state my claim today. The nonsense has been happening in the comments on your behalf, and now you're here to defend yourself. Yes. Getting started off right, Matt says he is not the villain, but I maintain that Bucky's reveal in Winter Soldier is the best reveal in any of the MCU movies until No Way Home. Bucky the Winter Soldier is absolutely an MCU villain and a very high seed in our bracket. We are we have people rooting the Bash Brothers, Justin Grant are rooting for the Grand Master. We are going to get started, but first and foremost, we got to get to the world according to Jax. Hello, Jackson. Hi, Dad. How's it going? Good. All right, so we're talking MCU villains tonight, so you're going to give us your top five okay. villains, correct? Yeah. All right, do you need me to pull that list back up? Uh, yeah. All right, so your number five favorite villain is? Number five would be Infinity Ultron. The Infinity Ultron, which is the Ultron that wins in Marvel Studios' What If, right? Yeah. All right. Kara loves him. Uh, number four. Number four is Thanos. Thanos is a pretty big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's almost like Darth Vader for the MCU, right? Yeah. Number three. Um, Mysterio. Mysterio. What do you like about him? I just, I think it's cool that he uses, um, like not actual magic, but like projections and projections and technological. And it's called barf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wears a fishbowl on his head. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, number two. Number two, Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. It was Agatha all along. What do you like about her? I think it's cool. I think she does. Uh, I think her type of magic is pretty uh, unique and cool and all that. Yeah. Been around for a while. And your number one villain in the MCU. Killmonger. What do you like about Killmonger? I think he's a really good bad guy to go against pretty much. Um, I think he's a good bad guy match for almost for like a lot of the people in the MCU, and at the same time, he has he um, has all these cool plans and ideas. And all. Hmm. There you go. All right. Well, your favorite villain comes out of your favorite movie. I never saw that coming. All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> all right. That is the world according to Jax. So he is off to a good start. He loves what if Kara. So I know that mildly hurts your feelings but someone has to <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do a little grandkid roundup in the tie in the comments here justin's very excited about the intro says hulk smash that like button thank you for joining us we did take the 730 time slot because mark couldn't take the 730 time slot mark and Dwayne 
had to postpone his live this week. So we are here and happy to be here at 730. Jessica is here. Matt is here. He likes the Peacemaker intro as well. I, I love the Peacemaker intro. Alex is here. Peacemaker intro is epic in its own right. Stephanie is here for a three-peat. Maya, Kara, Ryan, and Brian saying hi to Alex. Perfect. Well, let's get into it. Jessica, just Jessica is here. I don't know which one that is, but it is good to have Jessica here. Matt says, it meant to say best villain. Yes, we will talk Bucky later on. But first... Um, a little bit of news. We want to get to it first, Ryan. You are starting a new podcast. Yep. Uh, the logo is right there. Going to be starting the Agents of Field podcast. It will be a new sports podcast with more of a nerdy lens. Um, you could see some of your favorite recurring guests from Weirdos, most likely. Uh, first episode will be out sometime this week. We're talking NFL, MLB offseason, and the NHL trade deadline. Lots going on in Agents of Field. Um, I love that podcast name. I like that. I think, there's a lot of cool, I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on. In other nerdy news, Maya, we're going to go to you first. Right after Weirdos ended last week, I guess it was the next morning, we got a trailer for Marvel Studios' Miss Marvel, which will be dropping on June 8th, and we got a really cool poster. Maya, how do you feel about the Miss Marvel trailer? I loved it. I know a lot of people were comparing it to like a Disney Channel like series, and I it felt like that, but it also felt like it's going to be a really exciting MCU project. So Miss Marvel was the only, the second comic book I've ever read, like not read, gosh, read. So I was really really excited about her character, and it just looks. I, I a believe lot it's fun. ever readed. I think that's that's the right. <laughs> oh so yeah, I'm really excited about it, and it looks a lot of fun. And even though like Peter Parker was supposed to be like the kid, like story in the MCU, I feel like her character actually truly feels like a child, I guess in a way. Um, so I'm excited for this new perspective. Now, when you say it makes it feel kind of like a, a a Disney Channel show, I mean. I still will watch a decom as much as anybody. Like if you could turn on Brink, like I'm in. Yeah. Maya, I know you're still in on like I know you like that's so Raven, like the Proud Family, several of those other shows within that Disney Channel universe. It does it wouldn't completely tear you away if that's kind of what they were going for, that teenage mentality, right? Absolutely not. I love it. I love all of that. So um I'm really excited. It definitely looks different. I'm very curious why it's launching on June 8th. It's the first time we're going to have overlap between Star Wars and Marvel on Disney Plus because Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be running as well. Do they just need to fit in as much into the calendar as they can? Or are they not confident in this project being able to carry itself, carry subscribers quite the same way? I really, I'm very, I find that timing very curious, but it's also a back to school story and it's getting in time to finish up before school starts again. So, uh, but Kara, what do you make of the Miss Marvel trailer that we got? Yeah, well, first of all, to Maya's comment about being a kid, like she's much younger than I was expecting her to be. Yeah. I knew that she was gonna be young, uh, but when watching the trailer, I was like, wow, we're gonna have her around for a long time if they want her to be, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, again, to echo what you guys have said, it looks very different. And I really like that because so far each Disney Channel plot or Disney Plus uh, project that they've given us has been completely different. Uh, and this is no exception. So I'm excited for that. Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Um, 
I don't think we know what her backstory is going to be, if it's an inhuman type thing or if it's a, um, you know, a, a mutant. So I'm very excited about that. And it just looks like it's going to be a really fun show, something different we've never seen before. Um, the ver- Like the beginning of that trailer with like the animated uh, like intro from Marvel Studios was very Spider-Verse-esque. Yeah. So if we get elements of that, that'll be really cool to have like the comic elements interacting with the live action elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, coming after like two heavier shows, like we've got Moon Knight and then Doctor Strange 2, which are a little bit on the darker side. So then to throw it back in there for Kara and all the other people like me, <laughs> like the feel good stuff. <laughs> I have a feeling you are going to enjoy Moon Knight far more than you're willing to let on right now. Yeah, if we'll from see. nothing else, it's going to be a case study of, of mental health and, and stuff like that. I think you're going to find at least that portion of Moon Knight very, very fascinating. We are getting a lot of Moon Knight information. Um, coming out. We are nine days away from Moon Knight. Kara, I know you're not overly excited for Moon Knight, but you will at least watch every episode of Moon Knight, I hope. We'll see. I'll give it a shot. Like, like for What If. We'll yeah. I'll, I'll... You, you never finished What If? No. All right, cool. Uh, Maya, where are you at? Your hype level on Moon Knight? It's very high. Um, I remember when they made all the announcements and, you know, I went to do some research on each of the characters afterward and I'm like, oh, wow, this sounds really, really fascinating. So Moon Knight was like my most anticipated, it was WandaVision and Moon Knight from all those announcements that we got. So I'm really excited and I love Oscar Isaac. So, and the trailers just are phenomenal. Like how his suit just forms on his body. I'm like, yeah, I already know it's going to be really fun. I'm really surprised that they had four, like, press got to see like four episodes already it's like that's four of the six yeah it is a lot and i don't know so I'm, I'm just hoping that i won't be able to you know no one gets spoiled or anything along the way but i'm excited yeah yeah four episodes seemed like a lot to me uh jumping back to the miss marvel trailer real quick justin says it gives off scott pilgrim vibes which i mean that's fair ryan i'm gonna toss this to you first stephanie says that flurry trade though yeah and that- then tell us where you're at with with moon knight yeah, that flurry trade was wild, pun intended. Um, and uh, Moon Knight, I'm excited for. I think it's going to be... Um, it's, it wasn't my most anticipated when it was announced, but as uh, trailers and different things come out, clips from it, I'm getting more and more excited for it. I mean, it's the first thing we've gotten post-Spider-Man, so I feel a little bit deprived. So I'm excited about it just because it's new content. Having Spider-Man on my own personal account when I can just watch it whenever I want now, like it's unhealthy to the level of how much time I've watched that movie at this point. Uh, But you're right. It is the next thing. I'm very, very excited for it. Maya said it. Oscar Isaac, we trust. I can't can't wait for it. Uh, Kriston is here, says what's up to the beautiful people. Um, I don't know Kriston, but good to have him. Justin says, Kara, you need to watch. Uh, what if the last three episodes are so good? I believe the third to last episode was like Party Thor. Not great. Uh, oh, but the last, I saw that the last two, the last two were very, very good. The Ultron uh, To clarify, I think I've seen like some of them all the way through. The ones that didn't focus on zombies, I, or, like those ones I saw. I think I saw the ending and then like random yeah uh so matt brought it up said my date with the president's daughter needs to be on disney plus he is absolutely correct um will friedel who plays eric matthews in boy meets world he's the main character he pulls up to 1600 pennsylvania avenue to pick up the girl like 
he's still Eric. He's just a doofus. My date with the president's daughter is fantastic. Jessica says it's bad to watch Moon Knight since the person who played Moon Knight has passed away. Jessica, one of the actors within the show was a French actor. We don't know what character he was playing. He did not play the title character of Moon Knight. Um, we believe him to have played some sort of anti or us, uh, um, some sort of antagonist within the show. We don't know exactly what his role is. Um, I do apologize. I do not remember that actor's name at the moment, but the, the actor for Moon Knight himself did not pass away. Matt says, my favorite Disney Channel movie founded on YouTube. Don't know if it's still there. My date with the president's daughter. We don't have time to talk about the president's daughter anymore. We have to get into the most wonderful time of the year. College basketball over the weekend was absolutely fantastic. My bracket is crap. And it just is what it is. But we are going to get into the MCU 64 team villain bracket. Kara is rubbing her hands together. She's very, very <laughs> excited to get into this round number one. So for those of you that have not joined us before, we are in a new time slot. Hopefully we have some of the Diz Life or excuse me, Diz Live audience with us tonight. Your vote counts. Jessica says, thank you for the Moon Knight information. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Patrick is here. He's missed us the last few weeks. Good to see you, Patrick. And the Vols got beat. Sorry about that, Justin. I had the Vols going to at least lead eight. Kara, we are... Oh, yeah, I was explaining. Those of you that have not been with us, your vote in the comments does count as one. So Maya, Kara, Ryan, each get one vote. The comments majority rules gets one vote. And then if there is a tie, that tiebreaker will be broken by myself. Gaspard Uliel. And I'm sure I didn't pronounce that correct. I do not speak since that is the actor that passed away in a ski accident in the Swiss Alps. Um, okay, we are going to start with part one. If you've seen the bracket, part one, top left corner, the overall number one seed, rightful overall number one seed is Thanos. And he is going up against the 16 seed of Sonny Birch. Maya, I would love you to wax poetic on Sonny Birch for just a second while we all catch our notes. I can't believe you put these two next to each other. <laughs> I, I can't believe Sonny made the bracket. <laughs> well, he's great. He's like, I feel like he's, I feel like you all love Justin Hammer. I have, I have that same love for Sonny Birch. So, um, but I, I went Thanos, of course. <laughs> Walton Goggins plays Sonny Birch. And for me, Walton Goggins will always be Pierce Hawthorne's lawyer in that episode of the fifth season of Community yep. after Pierce dies. <laughs> and he gives everybody the frozen stuff and just, man, Walton Goggins will always be Pierce's lawyer to me. So we have one vote for Thanos. Ryan. Thanos. Kara. Thanos. Shocking. I love Thanos it. wins it in the comments as well. The next one, the number eight seed, Brett, is very, very disappointed that Proxima Midnight is ranked as high as eight. But we have the eight seed of Proxima Midnight against the number nine seed of Alexander Pierce, played by Robert Redford. This is when the MCU took a whole new step up in the Falcon, or excuse me, not the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. They did not take a step up in the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. In Captain America, the Winter Soldier and Robert Redford portrayed Alexander Pierce. Kara, we'll start with you. Proxima Midnight, Alexander Pierce. Uh, Proxima Midnight. Sorry, Brett. Okay. Brian. Uh, easy vote, Proxima Midnight. Hey, let's go. I, Maya. I had Alexander Pierce. <laughs> okay. We are, well, I mean, it's an 8-9. It shouldn't be that, that close. Ryan, 
for a peek behind the curtain, Ryan is the one that helps me build these brackets. Because if I try to explain to anybody else how this dra bracket draft works, nobody else gets it. So I just go back to the trusty Ryan over at Agents of Field Podcast. You can find them on Instagram at Agents of Field Podcast. And you can check out the first episode this week. Alexander Pierce is winning in the comments currently, but Proxima Midnight is making a run. Alex says he wants the first upset, but also voted for Proxima Midnight. So I don't know if Alex knows how this works either. Uh, so we will let the comments catch up in just a little bit. If you are here listening, vote in the comments. Proxima Midnight, Alexander Pierce. We will move on to the next round while those come in. Maya, number five seed Dormammu versus the 12 seed of Kazi from Hawkeye. Even though I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange fan, I still voted for Dormammu. Kazi, just not enough from him to put up against her. Rafi as Kazi was fantastic, but I mean, Dormammu's pretty, pretty legit. Brian. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Kara. I want Kazi, and only because I just don't care for Dormammu. <laughs> <laughs> Maya, we were throwing, not shade, shade's not the right word, but Ryan was here. We were voting on the top, we were ranking all MCU projects one through 32, and Anthony said you would have put Doctor Strange at 33. That's true. <laughs> All right. Proxima Midnight did win in the comments, which means it moves on three to one. Alexander Pierce should should have won that one. I would have broken that pier. But Proxima Midnight with the W. Dormammu uh, or Kazi in the comments. It is two to one right now. I would expect Dormammu to take it here. Dormammu is going to move on. The number four seed of Maya Lopez Echo from Hawkeye. Uh, up against Death Dealer, who is the guy in the Kabuki mask in Big Hero 6. I mean, in Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, my, uh, Echo. Sorry. Maya Lopez. Maya. Maya Lopez. <laughs> Death right. Dealer, I feel like, just didn't do it for me. It's also, like, some of these, it's like, are you a villain or are you a henchman? So that's how I kind of, <laughs> kind of <laughs> looked at it. I can't wait till we get to the tracksuit mafia. <laughs> right. uh, I want Echo too. I love Echo. But Echo's I also feel like she's not like villain. Right. She, she was portrayed a villain in the only project we have seen her. I, yes. In the next project we get from her, she has made the turn. Yes. And I can't wait for her to become a good guy. She's awesome. She is. All right. Ty, and if you want to hear Kara talk more about Maya Lopez and what she means to Kara specifically, you can go back to our Hawkeye finale episode where we discussed that in length number six tyler hayward is a terrorist versus the number 11 seed of Surter, who will grow as big as a house i mean as big as a mountain maya Surter, tyler hayward i had hayward wow okay this is like we hated him so much isn't that like a good quality of a villain like the amount of hate we gave him so does anybody ahead. else remember and I'm this. I'm simply talking to the three of you, and nobody else. Well, maybe a few people in our eyes. Do you remember how obsessed we were with the man on the hill? And it ended up being Hayward. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, Surter is is running away with it in the comments at the moment. Ryan, Tyler Hayward, or Surter? Oh, I absolutely despise Tyler Hayward, but as Maya said, that makes him a good villain, so it has to be Hayward. That's fair. He had a hexagon of degrees on his wall. Kara. Yep, Hayward. Oh. I had to go with like whoever made me feel things. That's how I like. That's how I judged all of my. Yes. <laughs> I thought Surtur was such a fun villain, 
and he's voiced by Mr. Krabs. So uh, <laughs> number three, the number three seed of Red Skull versus the number 14 seed of Jude Law's Yon Rog from Captain Marvel. Kara. Red Skull. Ryan. Red Skull. Maya. Red Skull. Red Skull moves on. Man, when Red Skull. We're agreeing more than I thought we would so far. Well, don't get used to it. (laughs) Wait till the next bracket. (laughs) Stephanie says, oh, that's a crown. I thought it was a big eyebrow. All right. We're going to give the comments a chance to reset here. We are going with the number seven seed of Obadiah Stane. Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scrap (laughs) versus Emil Blonsky's Abomination, who has re-shown up in the MCU in Shang-Chi and we know has been cast in She-Hulk and I hope we get a lot of Emil Blonsky in She-Hulk. So you can take in anticipation to your vote here. Obadiah Stane is the seven seed, 10 seed abomination. Kara. Obadiah Stane. From your favorite MCU. From film. my favorite MCU movie, Iron Man. <laughs> I had Obadiah Stane too. Ryan. I have the abomination. You do? <laughs> I just don't I don't care for Obadiah Stane, even though he probably is a better villain. Um, the anticipation with Abomination and what we saw in Shang-Chi and we know we're getting more of, hopefully they could do that character better. The so most I'm, surprising thing about, about this is, again, another peek behind the curtain is, Ryan, you're the high seeds on this side of the bracket. You just voted for my guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to vote for my guys on the lower side. So, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let us know in the comments, Obadiah Stane or Emil Blonsky's Abomination. It is currently tied in the comments right now. We will move on to the next one. I hope we can get this one to a tiebreaker. The number two of Helmet Zemo from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as Captain America's Civil War and his Turkish Delight against the 15 seed of Grandmaster, which is... Jeff Goldblum's character from Thor Ragnarok. Jared Welch already casting his vote for Agatha. Just sit tight, Jared. You will get a chance to vote for Agatha in a while. Zemo, Grandmaster. Ryan. Zemo. Easy. Just for him, the the hour compilation of him dancing in the club. <laughs> Zemo. Maya. Zemo, period. Not even a debate. Oh, uh, we're not gonna get there, are we? Kara. Yeah. You know what's coming. I love Zemo. Not only only in the movie, but you know he's in my favorite Disney Plus project of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You said Hawkeye. You said Hawkeye might have taken it over. Yeah, but then I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier again, and they're pretty, they're they're even, I would say. (laughs) Why on earth is his seed so low? Because he's barely in the movie. I mean... He's great. Zemo's Zemo's not a two-seed to me. Like, Zemo's Zemo's good. Zemo's not a two-seed to me. Um, Grandmaster did win in the comments. Unfortunately, we will not be getting there. It does look like Abomination has taken it in the comments. No, it's still tied. We need one more vote. Abomination or Obadiah Stane. Next vote that cast for Obadiah Stane or Abomination wins it. Well, Kristen, I see you in the comments. <laughs> I hope Watch you that that Please come in the comments and Okay. Um, while we wait for one more person to cast their vote before uh, Abomination, oh, Patrick Walsh just sealed it for the Abomination. All right, we are moving on. Well, to- doesn't that take it to your tiebreaker? 
Well, and I vote for abomination. So oh, okay, cool. That's why it was the, okay, the deciding vote. Okay, we will stick on this side of the bracket. Stephanie said Boomer also votes for Abomination. He's standing in the garage. Um, okay, the number one seed of Thanos versus the number eight seed of one of the children of Thanos in Proxima Midnight. Maya. Thanos. Brian. Thanos. Tara. Thanos. I already wrote it down. The number five seed of Dormammu versus the number four seed of Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Maya. Maya Lopez. Echo. Okay. Brian. Maya Lopez. Kara. Maya for me, too. I thought you might go Dormammu there, Ryan. Yeah, I thought about it, but I think, you know, a floating blob versus an actual <laughs> character with feelings and emotions <laughs> more valuable. Thanks. I have come to bargain. Okay. Uh, Tyler Hayward is a terrorist against the number three seed of Red Skull. You could take the Hugo Weaving version. Or you could take the Ross Marquand version, or you could take the entire character as a whole, which is what I would propose. Maya. Red Skull. Ryan. Red Skull. Kara. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Red Skull too. All right. I thought with everybody how much they hated Tyler Hayward last round, I thought we might be able to have him make a bit of a run here. The number 10 seed of Abomination versus the number two seed of Helmet Zemo. Ryan. Zemo. Kara. Zemo. Maya. Zemo. All right. We are down to the Sweet 16. One, two, three, and four have advanced in this bracket. Number one seed of Thanos versus the number four seed of Maya Lopez. Maya. Thanos. Ryan. Thanos. And Kara. Thanos. Thank you so much for what you did for us, Maya Lopez. We cannot wait to see you again, which I, speaking for just myself, I would rather see Maya Lopez again than see Thanos again. Just because of the story we've gotten from Thanos, it is wrapped up. The number two seed of Helmet Zemo versus the number three seed of Red Skull. Kara. Zemo. Brian. Zemo. Maya. Zemo. <laughs> wow, I'm so surprised. What am I missing here? Like, who wants to talk about Zemo? What am I missing here? He's been, he, he's like one of the few recurring villains we have in the MCU. And it's just not true. Yeah. And we have bet more of his like motivations as well. Like, you really got that, to know that, Zemo. Like, like that, that voicemail scene in Civil War, mm -hmm. like when he's listening to his kid talking about the Iron Man out the window. Mm -hmm. Like I, I will give you that. I will. And then Red Skull, he Red Skull was just like he's bad. And like that's it. Like yeah, there was no more like emotion attachment to him. We show he's just the faceless bad guy. Yeah. So Plus Zemo's still like he's kind of Loki-ish in that he helps you out sometimes, but he you still can't trust him. And then really? at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he's at the statue of his family, and he's still like you can still see the emotion. And um, so there's just a lot more going on than Red I wanted you guys to build him up for him to just get torn straight to the ground right now because he is going up against Thanos. Kara. Thanos. <laughs> Mike says, what's up? Just packing up for the big move. Happening in eight more days. Mike is moving to Florida. Mike, we are so happy to have you moving down to my neck of the woods to see you. 
far more regularly. We have one vote for Thanos. Ryan. Uh, Thanos. <laughs> Maya. Thanos. Jared Welch casts a vote for Megatron. <laughs> All right. Thanos has won that side of the bracket. I didn't say anything. Thanos has won that side of the bracket. Moving on to the other side of part one. Let me remove that for just a second. Okay. So we are over on this part of the bracket now. Ryan, who is Corvus Glaive? Because you keep keep mixing them up with some. Yeah. Corvus Glaive and Cull Obsidian, I keep screwing up. Cull Obsidian's the big brute and... Corvus Glaive's the one with the spear who stabs Vision. Um, Remember when like the trailers were coming out for Infinity War and everybody was like trying to figure out who Peter Dinklage was going to be, and then like we got that one line from him saying "I can't," and everybody thought Peter Dinklage was the voice of Corvus Glaive. That made me laugh. <laughs> All right, uh, the number one seed of Ultron versus Corvus Glaive. Ryan. Cor, nah, Ultron. <laughs> Maya. <laughs> Ultron. I know Maya loves Ultron, so I think <laughs> that's going to make a good run. Kara? Uh, this is where I start having fun. I'm going <laughs> Corvus Glaive on this. You are with Matt. Matt wants so to Matt. also cast a vote for Corvus Glaive. Let us know in the comments, Ultron or Corvus Glaive. I would expect Ultron to win here. Well, I mean, he's probably going to because even if the tiebreaker gets to me, like I got to vote for Ultron over Corvus Glaive. Like, no offense to that guy. The number eight seed of Trevor Slattery. Well, apparently, we're going to handle it. Not a threat, just an entertainer. Versus the number nine seed of Arishem from Eternal. Kara. Trevor Slattery. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Kara loves Eternals, for those of you that don't know. Maya. I had to go with Arishem. I just don't get the hype around Trevor Slattery. I'm sorry. <laughs> Arishem is terrible. I like to mention Chi a little bit more than Iron Man, but Iron Man too. So Ultron, Ultron took it, but not by as much as I would have expected. There were a couple of votes for Corvus Glaive, but Ultron does take it, does move on. Ryan, Trevor Slattery, or Arishem? I, I, I want to dispute if Trevor Slattery is even actually a villain, yes. but he is a better character, so I'm going to vote for him. He murdered somebody on television in front of the American public. Okay. Was, was he coerced into doing so? Sure. But he's still yeah. a villain. Arshan really came out of the sky and he was like... He's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that Maya's on her phone and just put her hand right in the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Ryan, who was your vote for? Tre Trevor, because he's a better character. Let us know in the comments... Right now, Arishem is winning in the comments, but you know what's going to happen if it gets to me. So don't worry too, too much. Blame Ryan, because Ryan's the one that voted for Trevor, even though he didn't want to. Uh, Arishem or Trevor Slattery, let us know in the comments. We will move on while those come in. The number five seed of Dr. Otto Octavius versus the 12 seed of the murderous Hank Pym from What If? Kara. Otto. Maya. Yep, Doc Ock. Ryan. Hank Pym. <laughs> not this is not just because it's my side of the bracket. I I think Doc Ock was like a good guy for three quarters of the movie. No, 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 no. Like a third. Mm. 
that battle on the bridge makes him villain worthy, if nothing else. I mean, once he realized that it wasn't his Peter Parker, he wasn't a villain anymore. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> they have to go all the way to Happy's thing, and Peter has to create the the thing for the top of for the bottom of his neck at the top of his spine to then. He wasn't a villain anymore because he didn't even have control of the suit. <laughs> he still he still was very. I mean, uh, I'm still voting for Hank Pym, but um, I Jared's uh, on your side. He said, "How is Otto a villain?" Bingo! Thank you, Jared. Uh, Arishem does win it in the comments, but I am the tiebreaker, and you know I am not voting against my boy Trevor Slattery. Um, okay, let us know in the comments: Hank Pym or Otto Octavius. Otto is winning it. Who else has been watching No Way Home on digital? Asked Justin. Very valid question, Justin. Otto Octavius or Hank Pym from What If? We will move on. Number four of Ronan the Accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, as well as um, Captain Marvel versus the 13 seed of Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Maya. I'm going Ghost. I'm sorry. Ronan's too much like a video game villain to me. Like... He just looks scary. He acts scary, but like again, we don't know his motivate. Well, we know his motivation, but it just wasn't doing it for me. So going ghost. Ryan, uh, Ronan, Kara. I don't really care for either of these characters, uh, so I initially had Ronan, but I couldn't go either way. But I wrote down Ronan, so I'll say that. Okay. Ghost has won it in the comments, which means it does go to a tiebreaker for me here. I I I did take Ronan at four overall. Um, I mean, it feels like kind of the 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 Duke of the draft, where you just kind of have to put them high because of the reputation they have. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're a fantastic villain. I do think some of the Ronan stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy is really really good. I think he's completely wasted um, in Captain Marvel, but Lee Pace, the actor that portrays Ronan, is really really good. Um, he's very convincing as a Cree fanatic. So I, I am going to cast my vote for Ronan, the accuser up against ghost. And that's more of, I'm just not invested in ghost. Um, as I am anything else is, is what I would say there. Um, so, uh, it auto did win it in the comments. So daughter, Dr. Audio Octavius does move on in the round before the number six seed of Peter Quill's dad of ego versus the 11 seed of J. Jonah Jameson. If we want to have the debate of, is he really a villain? I mean, J. Jonah Jameson might fit that debate. But Ego, J. Jonah Jameson, Maya. Ego. Sorry. <laughs> J. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, he's absolutely a villain. There's no question about it. He is the, he's the thorn in Spider-Man's side the entire movie. So. Okay. Yep. J. Jonah Jameson, only because, and this can, I guess, go, like, be an argument for the other way, but I truly despise Ego's character, like, very much so. So, J. Jonah Jameson for me. But At because Guardians him a better villain? Yeah, but that's why I said it, like, could make it, like, to go the other way, but it's just, no. It's because no. Guardians 2 is a garbage movie, so. <laughs> um... Okay, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is fun. He is a thorn in Spider-Man's side. That is correct. Ego is a very fun character. Um, fun in all the wrong ways. 
Um, Kara, why do you hate him so much? Um, there's many reasons <laughs> that I hate him so much. A lot of them are personal, uh, but it's just like he, his character is just the way that he turned into a whole planet at the end, which I understand is like his whole thing was just not. I I don't know. He was just a little bit too much. The way that he like just tossed women around to get the kid that he wanted. Again, like great villain material, I guess, but just not my cup of tea to the yeah, take your uh, take your son to that movie and have that conversation after. That was a lot of fun. Um, Maya, you did vote for Ego. Um, J. Jonah Jameson has won it in the comments. I want to see what he can do. I'm going to cast my tiebreaker vote for the J. Jonah Jameson in the 11 seed. We have an upset there. The number three seed of Vulture, Michael Keaton's Vulture, against the 14 seed of Razor Fist. Again, I think this is where we go, Maya. Villain henchman. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get Vulture. Ryan. Uh, Vulture. Kara. Vulture. Man, that, that reveal when we find out that Vulture is Liz's dad is so good. Yes. The number seven seed of White Vision. I request elaboration. <laughs> against the number 10 seed of Arnim Zola in all his many forms. Captain America, the first Avenger as an actual human, Captain America, the winter soldier as a computer program, or what if as a computer program, Ultron takeover, whatever you may do. White vision, Arnim Zola, Kara. Uh, sorry, I'm tip for tat. I'm going Zola. <laughs> Ryan. Zola. Maya. Hey, I'm also going Zola. <gasps> really? <What>? Yes. <laughs> I feel like white vision is like less of a like villain. A little bit, but Artem Zola, he had like across multiple films, he's just diabolical, makes him a better villain. Yeah. Fair enough. Operation Paperclip, the way he is able to sow the seeds of Hydra within Shield. I don't hate it, but I really didn't expect you to vote against Vision there. Mm-hmm. All right. So the number two seed of the Infinity Ultron from What If? Against Korath. You may say, who is Korath? Who? <laughs> I knew it was written. I literally who? have mine written down as who. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess like that cast my vote, but I like I so Kara is voting against Infinity Ultron more than she is voting for Korath. Okay, Ryan. Uh Infinity Ultron. Maya. Same. Infinity Ultron. All right, Zola did win it in the comments again as well. Let us know Infinity Ultron or Korath. Who? I think Korath uh, in What If was really funny too. Like just how fascinated he was with T'Challa and just that he was like his biggest fan. I loved I loved all of that. Um, Infinity Ultron is going to move ahead even if Korath wins in the comments because I am voting for Infinity Ultron. The number one seed of Ultron. Versus well, a panic, but I'm handle it. The number eight seed of Trevor Slattery, Kara. Trevor. Trevor Slattery, Ryan. Ultron. Maya. Ultron. Stephanie voted for Korath up against Infinity Ultron. All right, so let us know in the comments Trevor Slattery or Ultron. If the comments go to Trevor Slattery, I do not know what I'm going to do. 
So let us know in the comments, Ultron, Trevor Slattery. We will move on to the next one, which sounds like it's going to be a little bit easier to decide. The number five seed of Dr. Audio Octavius versus the number four seed of Ronan the Accuser. Maya. Duck Ock. Brian. Ronan. Is it because you don't think that Otto is a villain? I think he's a good character. I don't believe that he is a actual villain. Kara. I'm going Otto. All right. Ultron does win it in the comments, which means I don't have to break the tie, which makes me feel better. Let us know in the comments now. Ronan the Accuser versus Doc Ock. The number 11 seed of J. Jonah Jameson versus the number 3 seed of Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Maya. Um, oh, wait. So that's not how I had it on my bracket, but I'll go with um, Vulture. Okay. Ryan. J. Jonah Jameson. Over Vulture? Kara. Vulture. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Jared. Uh, we have Jared fighting... <laughs> Doc Ock is not a villain. He saved the day. Well, so did Trevor Slattery. So, um, Doc Ock is going to win that one in the comments, and he's going to therefore win the round. Let us know in the comments Vulture versus J. Jonah Jameson. I love Vulture so much. That entire car ride scene when he's driving them to the dance is one of my top five favorite MCU scenes, and it always will be. Vulture versus J. Jonah Jameson. The next one, Arnim Zola versus Infinity Ultron. Maya. Infinity Ultron. Also known as Ultra Vision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go Zola. Kara? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going Zola too. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> okay. We still are okay. So Vulture does win against J. Jonah Jameson. Sorry, Ryan. It's okay. Reset in the comments. We have Zola versus Infinity Ultron or Voltron or what did you call him? Ultra Vision. Ultra Vision. <laughs> Let us know in the comments Ultra Vision, Infinity Ultron, or Arnim Zola. Zola is off to a quick, quick lead. I think Zola is going to win it in the comments, which means Infinity Ultron is going to be gone. We'll give it another minute or two. We will talk about Ultron versus Dr. Otto Octavius. Kara. Oh, uh, mm, that's difficult. Because um, I like Otto a lot more. But to Ryan's point about not being a villain, like if we're okay, if we're going villains, then I'll vote Ultron for villains. Okay. Jared and Alex, please clarify that you're voting for Ultron, Infinity Ultron, or if you're voting for Ultron as Doctor Otto Octavius. I apologize. Now that there's multiple Ultrons in play, this is where we're going to be at with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Which which Wanda? Which which one are we talking about? Um, all that kind of stuff. Since Otto seems to be the villain that he isn't, then Otto says, okay, so Alex is voting Ultron in both of them. Zola won. Zola won in the comments, which means Zola moves on. Okay, so Kara voted for Ultron. Ryan. Ultron. Maya. Ultron. Ock, Ock. 
Ultron. The number three seed of Vulture versus the number 10 seed, the Cinderella story, the St. Peter's Peacocks, if you will, <laughs> Autumn Zola. Ryan. Um, I'm going to go with Zola. Kara. It was Zola versus Vulture. Oh, Vulture. Maya. I'm going Zola since I have to now. No, you don't have to. You could always go for Vulture. Well, I'm my I had Infinity Ultron, so right. so I'm going um, Zola. Jared says you cannot vote against the best Batman ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you are making it a one a two to one. <coughs> excuse me, two to one in favor of Arnim Zola over Vulture. However, Vulture is off to a clear and present day victory. I did not use that correctly, correctly, but Vulture. Ties it from the comments and moves on from my tiebreaker vote. We'll give the comments a chance to reset. I want to wax poetic on Michael Keaton and that scene when he drops them off and then he holds the gun in his hand in front of the headrest and talks about how he now owes him, calls him Pedro. That scene when they're in the house of taking pictures in the corsage that scene is so intense, and Michael Keaton is fantastic in that role. I love Vulture. Stephanie just gave us a reset in the comments, so thank you so much, Stephanie. The number one seed, Ultron, versus the number three seed of Vulture, Adrian Toomes from Spider-Man Homecoming. Kara. Oh, you always throw it to me first when I know the least. Maya. I'm going Ultron. Ryan. Ultron. Okay, fine. Then I'll do Vulture and throw it to the comment. Jared <laughs> says Ryan is wearing a Rangers jersey, starting to rethink his stance on Otto. He's questioning everything about your life now, Ryan. <laughs> I'm questioning everything about my life. So. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, Vulture or Ultron, and we will find out if it gets to me. Because if it gets to me, it could be very, very interesting. Because I really like Ultron. I do. But... But I really, really like Vulture. Vulture's winning in the comments. Vulture, I'm calling it. Vulture won in the comments handily, which means the tiebreaker comes to me, which means I am voting for Michael Keaton and Adrian Toomes, which means Vulture is going to get absolutely housed in the round of the final four. And we will get there when we get there. Let's move on to part two of the bracket. Left side first, we are starting with the number one seed of Loki versus the 16th seed of Whiplash. The only reason Mickey Rourke's Whiplash is involved is because of that scene on the racetrack in Monaco only. And he wants his bird. Maya. I'm going Loki. Ryan. Loki. Kara. No one should ever vote for Whiplash <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> remember, remember the Marvel Collector Corps? They were celebrating like Marvel Studios ten years, and like it was Whiplash was like the the special <laughs> Funko that month. I was so mad. Oh my god! I was so mad. The number eight seed of Wilson Fisk's Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio in Hawkeye only, because it is the only MCU proper time we have seen him as a villain in the MCU. Against the number nine seed of Des and Troy, and together they destroy. 
Behold my stuff, Scourge from Thor Ragnarok. Maya. I'm going with Scourge. I would have Korath beating Kingpin at this point. Who? <laughs> Ryan. Kingpin. Kara. I like Scourge, but I like Kingpin. Really? I'm surprised you went Kingpin, honestly. I, I could, I could talk about Scourge for like my entire life. Carl Urban, who is absolutely fantastic in The Boys. Uh, very different character than Scourge. Um, but yes. Also in Star Trek. For all the Trekkies out there. Okay. Uh, no, Jared's going to be very, very mad. Jared, we've got another Star Trek call out. Congratulations. Um, yep, that's where it is, Edgar. Um, okay, so Kingpin, Hawkeye only. Stephanie says she voted for Scourge because I clarified it is Hawkeye only because Daredevil does not officially count. Uh, we got one for my, one for Scourge, two for Kingpin. I'm really surprised Kara went Kingpin there. Let us know in the comments, Scourge or Kingpin. We will move on to the next one of Nebula, the five seed versus the 12 seed of John Walker. Dude, he's Dr. McCoy. Yes, he is. All right. Uh, Nebula, John Walker, Kara. I went John Walker. Brian. Nebula. If we're going to debate villain, non-villain, like it's really just Nebula in, I mean, I guess it's 2014 Nebula in Endgame too. Maya. I'm going with John Walker. When you talk about feeling hatred for somebody. Yes. Like, that's what I said. I was going based on like feeling something, right? Uh, also like Nebula's scream is so horrible. I mean, <laughs> right. All right. You know what? I'm convinced I'm changing to John Walker. All right. John Walker moves on. That marching band rendition of Star Spangled Man with a plan in the second episode of the Falcon Winter Soldier. So good. So good. Stephanie says John Walker, only Dolores Umbridge has been more to you more universally hated than John Walker. We did get to the end of the series, and like John Walker's not like a full-blown, like horrible dude. Like he and Bucky kind of get along. Tyler like, Hayward's yeah. worse. Yeah. Battle, I, I miss Battlestar. I you want don't Battlestar. hate him as much at the end as you do at the beginning. But like the hatred that we all felt for him at the beginning was so strong. Scourge, right? Scourge has won it in the comments, which means Woo! Scourge moves on because I'm tight-making Scourge against Kingpin. The number four we have Jamie Foxx's Electro standing butt naked in the woods up against Aldrich Killian. The leader of advanced idea mechanics in Iron Man 3, the poor man's version of Brad Pitt. Maya. I went Aldrich Killian. I really, really? like him as a villain. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ryan. Look at like Electro. Who was Aldrich Killian up against? I already forgot. Electro. 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 Oh, Electro. Kara. See, I am like, I do not care for either one of these characters, and I am torn between the two. Not that it matters, because it will go to comments anyways, but I think I would give Electro a slight edge for the comment of uh, the Miles Morales uh, Easter egg that he left on there. But that's what makes me feel like, is he really a villain, villain though? Because yeah. we see we see Doc Ock and Green Goblin be more of a villain in no way mm -hmm. than Electro. So that's what I went with Okay. Yeah, no, Maya's right. I changed. No, no. <laughs> Electro is literally a villain for the entire movie until he gets cured. 
We That's just true. had this conversation with Doc Ock. We cannot do this again. Sure we can. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to call back up. Stephanie says only Dolores Umbridge has been more universally hated than John Walker. Boomer, her husband, then responds with, I believe you've forgotten about Joffrey Baratheon. <laughs> absolutely true. Joffrey yeah. Baratheon is the absolute worst. Let us know your vote. Electro Aldrich Killian. Electro is currently winning it in the comments, but we will go to the next one. No, no, no. I want to spend a lot of time on the next one. So let's figure <laughs> out this one. This one. Electro Aldrich Killian. I think I I love the Mandarin twist in Iron Man three. I do. I think Trevor Slattery just being a buffoon. Well, apparently, I handled it. And the girls and him rooting for Liverpool, absolutely hilarious. Okay. Advanced idea mechanics is a massive, massive deal in the comics, and we have dealt with it in one film in the MCU. And I think that that's a gigantic bummer for me. I would love to have seen Aim be a much bigger and. Uh, antithesis in the side of, of at least Tony Stark or somebody for that reason I would go Electro as well and Electro is going to win it in the comments so he is going to move on the number 6 seed Jonathan Major's character of He Who Remains in the finale of Loki when he's got his apple against Bro the tracksuit mafia from Hawkeye Bro Kara this is a very difficult one and probably my second most difficult. Like, Go ahead and say it, Maya. Henchman versus villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the He Who Remains is very good and for anticipation purposes wins for me. But I much prefer the Tracksuit Mafia. I loved them. I thought they were hilarious. Again, not great villains. They're just kind of idiots. So you kind of love them as like adorable little ideas. Uh, but yeah, I, I gotta go he who remains. I bought her tickets to the Imagine Dragons concert. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, you know, steal from what Alex said last week, you know, potential yeah. versus, uh, you know, what we've actually seen. So I'm going with uh, he who remains. Bro. Okay. Maya. I wrote down he yeah, I'm going with he who remains. Um, talking about like the most unique way to like introduce a villain. I absolutely adore him. So yes, like Jonathan Majors is so good in that role, man. Like I'm not even sure if we're gonna talk easy a villain. Like maybe he's not a villain. Like he kept things fairly straight. Like all things considered. So I would have voted Tracksuit Mafia just for that reason, but I get he's he's a variant of Kang. He has now got a Kang statue in the TVA. Like, what's coming from there? And, and he still had he's still responsible for people getting zapped out of existence. So True. True. Yeah, well, we, we also have that debate in Spider-Man all over again. So number three, the winter soldier. Bucky Barnes, specifically as the brainwashed man that he is, against the 14 seed of Kaecilius, who is Mads Mikkelsen's character from Doctor Strange. Kara, fight the good fight for Bucky Barnes and the Winter Soldier. Winter all day. <laughs> Maya. Winter Soldier. Ryan. Sebastian Stan. <laughs> Ryan. We do have two thirds of the Sebastian stands here. The stand, the stand stands. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, I expect him to go far. Ryan, 
tell us what's good about Kaecilius as our resident Doctor Strange fan. Well, I first want to say that as soon as we mention Sebastian Stan, Jalen jumps in the comments. So you know, <laughs> late to the party. Hey, <laughs> um, but Cilius is, I mean, he's a good villain. I mean, he is a worthy foe for Doctor Strange, but he just doesn't compare to, to Bucky Barnes. I mean, Bucky Barnes is Bucky Barnes. He was just prepping to become... Uh, whatever. What's the name of his character? He replaced Johnny Depp in the new in the new Harry Potter Fantastic Beast film. Oh, uh, uh, Grindelwald. 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 Uh, Maya, did we get? Yeah, we already got your vote. Everybody voted for for Bucky. Okay, the number seven seed of Justin Hammer. Anthony, is that you? Versus the number ten seed of Antonia Drakov, aka Taskmaster from Black Widow. Kara. Easy, Justin Hammer. Ryan, Justin Hammer. Maya. Justin Hammer. Matt says, oh, great. My nemesis, Jalen, is here. <laughs> Justin Hammer does move on. The number two seed of Eric Killmonger Stevens from Black Panther. You can take in that episode, the character he was in What If, if you really, really want to. Uh, versus the number 15 seed of Malekith, the evil elf. From He was killed by a, a dark elf. Very sad. Uh, from Thor, the Dark World. Kara. Oh, Killmonger. Easily. Brian. Killmonger. Jax's number one villain, Maya. Killmonger. The number one seed of Loki versus the number nine seed of Scourge from Thor Ragnarok. Jared says, why did my kid just say Hammer sucks? I don't know, Jared. You must be raising him because Justin Hammer rules. It's Hammer time. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Justin Hammer performed well in the comments as well. Loki, Scourge, Ryan. Uh, if anyone says Scourge, I'll be very disappointed. Loki. Kara. Loki. It is an audio medium as well, so I appreciate you saying it out loud. Maya. Loki. Sarah is here as well, also voting for Loki. Multiple people voting for Loki. He moves on. Maya. Would you explain to the audience your relationship with Loki? You were not stoked for that show at all. And I know you were on for some of our Loki uh, reviews as well. Has he completely turned that show? Did it completely turn that entire character for you, even on rewatches of older stuff? For sure. Well, I feel like technically Loki as a villain, like before the Loki series, I was not a fan of. But that's like Loki's like my favorite Disney Plus series. And I'm kind of obsessed now. So definitely changed my view of the character. But uh, honestly, though, before Loki series, I really could have put Scourge because that's how much I did not like Loki beforehand. But now, since I have a little bit of more backstory, I'll go with Loki. When he dressed up as Loki at Comic-Con, I think it was 2013. Man, like the videos of that are so cool. He got the entire room to bow, like really cool stuff. Oh wow. <laughs> the number 12 seed of John Walker. This could be this could be our Cinderella story for a little bit. John Walker 12 seed versus the 4 seed of Jamie Foxx's Electro from Spider-Man No Way Home. Ryan. Uh, John Walker. Cuz we really really hate that guy. Yeah, just that's what you're basing it on. Yeah. He took Tyler Hayward and amped it up to 11. Kara. Uh yeah, John Walker. Maya. John Walker. Look at that. 
the 12 seed moving on to the Sweet 16. Okay, the number six seed of Jonathan Majors, He Who Remains, versus the number three seed of Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier. Kara. Winter Soldier. Justin says, I hate that guy, Walker. We got one vote for the Winter Soldier, Ryan. Mr. Sebastian Stan. Maya. This is actually really tough, and I had this in my bracket. I'm going to actually switch to. Mm, I have to choose. I'm just going to go with Winter Soldier. I'm going to change my pick. Oh, I really wanted you to go with Jonathan Majors there. The Winter Soldier moves on. The number seven seed, Justin Hammer. Anthony, is that you? Versus the number two seed of Eric Killmonger Stevens. I am going straight to Kara, Kara because she was so, so mad about this. Movie. I know. I had this in my bracket. And I love both of these characters, and I was talking about it out loud, and I was about to go with Justin Hammer, and then my fiancé very sternly reminded me that I have two Killmonger Funko Pops, (laughs) and no... That's just because there's no Justin Hammer Funko Pops out there right now. No Justin Hammer Funko Pops, so I try to go Killmonger, but I'm sad, but it has to be that If you're tie-breaking just by Funko Pop ownership, like, that's... (laughs) Do it. Okay? That's one vote for Killmonger in a in a in a nonsensical fashion. Thank you, Chris Don. <laughs> Ryan. Justin Hammer is a pain in the butt, but he's not a villain the way Killmonger is, so mm-hmm. Killmonger. Maya. Yeah, Killmonger for sure. Ryan summed it up the best way. Is as much as I love Justin Hammer, like he's not the villain that Killmonger is. I do think if the tech, if Tony Stark's tech falls into Justin Hammer's hands and we get that in Armor Wars, I think that's going to be really, really interesting. I think Sam Rockwell reprising that role is going to be a lot of fun. He does reprise that role in um, All Hail the King, which was about Trevor Slattery in the Marvel one shot that is on Disney Plus. He's very briefly in it, but it means Sam Rockwell's willing to come back for the role. I hope he comes back in Armor Wars in a strong, strong fashion. Stephanie says, don't judge Brian. Funko tiebreak is totally appropriate. I am not judging. I'm just... I'm throwing shade at Kriston because I'm thousands of miles away and he can't get me up today. (laughs) Today. Uh, The number one seed of Loki versus the number 12 seed of John Walker. Kara. Uh, Loki. Brian. Loki. Yeah. Finally ran into that buzzsaw, huh? Maya. Yeah. For villain, I'm going to go John Walker. Is it because of the, the turn that Loki has made? Yeah. I feel like, even though I was annoyed with Loki as a villain, I feel like I still hated John Walker more. So that's what I'm going to go with. Let us know in the comments, John Walker or Loki. Jalen votes for John Walker. Matt votes for Loki because, of course, those two do not agree. Jared says, I keep waiting for the word Wick to follow John. John Wick, not John Walker. A couple votes for Loki. Loki is just a better character, and when he was a villain, he was a hard villain. That's fair. Sarah says she's with Maya, John Walker, for the exact same reason. So Loki is ahead in the comments by just a little bit, so we'll give that another chance to let, uh, let it play out. Loki or John Walker. In the meantime, we will debate the number three seed, Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier or the number two seed of Eric Killmonger Stevens. 
Kara. Really? Yeah. Well, just curious. How many uh, Funkos do you have, Bucky? Because I bet <laughs> yeah. you have more. Oh, so it's two. two, or, two. I have I have a specific Winter Soldier one, and then I also have a Bucky. Okay. But I also have this Winter Soldier shirt, so that you know puts it over the other. Loki is going to move on, just barely in the comments. So I don't have to tiebreaker. That makes me feel better because I might have gone John Walker. So we got one vote for the Winter Soldier, Ryan. Winter Soldier, Killmonger. Ah, uh, Winter Soldier. Two to nothing, Maya. I'm going with Killmonger because at the end of the day, he was brainwashed. So like the fact that Eric Killmonger was like. 100% conscious on his decisions and how he was groomed to be a villain I feel like is more like dangerous than just being brainwashed so going Killmonger okay okay let's give that a chance to play out in the comments right now the Winter Soldier is in the lead in the comments by just a little bit Jalen we are talking villains here specifically you don't have to vote for Sebastian Stan at every moment <laughs> always win but i mean i i get it so let us know bucky or killmonger and we will well we can't really move on so we got to give this a chance to play out for just a second right now i am going to call it in the comments for the winter soldier the three seed of the winter soldier against the one seed of loki maya I'll go Winter Soldier here. You probably would have gone Killmonger over Loki too, right? I guess you yeah. went Walker over Loki, so you're... Okay, yeah. Ryan? Uh, Loki. Let us know in the comments, Loki or the Winter Soldier. We have one of each, one for Loki, one for the Winter Soldier, Kara. Winter Soldier. This, this scene in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier where he kills like his friend's son, the guy mm -hmm. he was like befriending, that scene was yeah, tough to watch. So that's why I gave him the edge. That knife fight scene in the Winter Soldier 2 between between Bucky and Steve, like the choreography of that scene is so good when the mask comes flying off and Steve finally sees that it is Bucky. Like such good stuff. Mm -hmm. I I man, he's so good in that movie. I honestly don't love Sebastian Stan in the the first Avenger. <laughs> Not that he has a ton to do, but oh, yeah. Bucky Barnes in the first Captain America film, like, is just kind of like there. He's not like fantastic, but he's really, really good in everything else that we get as the Winter Soldier. And then obviously everything we get from him later on, the stuff we get in Infinity War, uh, the little bit we get in Endgame. Jalen says, Brian Marie, I am not talking <laughs> bad about Sebastian Stan. I'm talking bad about the character Bucky Barnes in the first Avenger. That's <laughs> all that I'm doing. Let's count the comments here. The night clip says Sarah. Uh, the Winter Soldier is officially the winner over Loki in that side of the bracket. We will move on to part two. The right side of the bracket, the number one overall seed, the Green Goblin versus Carly Morgan, the Flag Smasher from the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Maya. I got to go Green Goblin. Ryan. Green Goblin. Kara. Yep, Goblin. 
Ulysses Claw from Black Panther and Avengers Age of Ultron against Darren Cross, Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man. Era. I love Ulysses Claw. I do too. Maya. Same. Love him. Gotta go with Claw. Ryan. Claw. All right. Andy Circus for the win. Thank you, Alfred. Okay. Number five seed, Wen Wu versus the number 12 seed of Drakov. Kara wants to talk about Wen Wu. Go ahead, Kara. Wen Wu all are, day long. We are getting votes for Gollum. So Ulysses so, Claw. Wen Wu is so wonderful in Shin Chi. And I am furious that he ties in that movie. And that we're not going to get more of him. So I will vote as long and hard as I can for Wen Wu. Are we going to play the whole Wen Wu's not a villain thing? No. He's still kind of a villain. He's a villain, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, Maya. I also went Wen Wu. Ryan? Wen Wu. The number four seed of Quentin Beck's Mysterio. Uh, what? Don't. I th- Actually, I forgot who he was up against for a second. I'm going Drakov. Well, Wen Wu won in the comments, so... You know. <laughs> All it's right. over. It's over anyway. I Just feel like Drakov in the movie they could have really given him like a song. I don't know. For him, he's like Mrs. Hannigan <laughs> from Annie in my eyes. Like the little girl scene, I can see Drakov. I'm sorry. What is his name? Ray Winstone. Yeah, I just feel like I he's mean, so like. But then yeah, it goes back to like the debate we had with Killmonger versus Bucky, like. Wenwu's corrupted by the rings, whereas Drakov's just an awful person. No, I, I mean, that's true. I don't think the no, the rings don't have magical, mystical. Power. But when he wasn't wearing them when he was with his wife before she got killed, he was calm and in peace, and like he wasn't charged. That has to do with him not wearing the rings, though. I just think that's him finally willing to give up the power and for love. Like I don't think the rings. I just think the rings bring out his dominant personality trait. I don't think the rings, because Shang-Chi can use the rings in a righteous manner and Wen-Wu can't because he's just not, he's just not that right personality. That's how I see it. But it was that body, like I know what Ryan's saying. I forget, there was like those voices that were talking to him, kind of corrupting him. Yeah. So it was kind of like a Bucky Barnes situation where he was kind of like, I forget what the entity was like in Shang-Chi, but he was basically like corrupted in that way. Kara, do you see the rings being something that corrupt his mind or is it more just a manifestation of what his personality and mind are? Um, yeah, it's a good question because as you pointed out, like Sean or Sean, uh, is able to use them and we assume that he's able to use them in a righteous manner but also like when we was using them for like 5,000 years or something wasn't it or 500 years or some like extended period of time whereas we don't know that that's not going to happen to Shang-Chi as well because he just got them Stephanie says that Michelle Yeoh's character confirms that the rings deceive him yes. I mean she, she yeah I guess like I don't think the rings are inherently evil. That's I don't think the rings are the one ring to rule them all where it, it is it is really making you a selfish person or whatever. Like I just think it amplifies the traits that you already have. Hence the ty- yeah. the entire color of his being blue and black and and Sean's being gold. 
and to clarify, like the rings were like, that's how he was hearing the voices was the rings, but he didn't like go out and kill all those people because he had the rings on. Like he could kill more people because well, he, he used the rings to do so. Yeah. Yes, but that like the putting the rings on didn't make him go be evil. Like he he chose to use them for evil, and then they made him crazy at the end. That's what I mean that we don't know is going to happen to Shanti. That's why. That's why I call him a villain because yeah, I think he fully did all that stuff under own under his own free will and choice personally. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm not trying to say he's not a villain. Obviously, he killed so many people for thousands of years but i just think that you know it's it's an interesting conversation to have about someone doing it just for being an awful person versus the power they have and the the greed that's kind of manifesting by being in charge i you got anything there no i had to look it up because i'm like was it the rings and they called it like the dweller in the darkness so yeah. The whoever, how he was listening to his wife's voice. I don't know if it was associated with the rings or not, but I just knew that he was being influenced by external powers. But so I see both sides. I see both sides for sure. Well, and then, and then when Michelle Yeoh says like other people have heard the voices, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have the rings to hear the voices either. Cause I think other people have yeah. heard the voices of the dweller in the darkness that didn't have the rings either. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Uh, Quentin Beck's Mysterio versus the number 13 seed of zombie Wanda from Kara's favorite episode of what if zombie Wanda is pretty cool. Uh, does not beat Mysterio in my opinion. Mine. I had Mysterio. Brian. Zombie Wanda. Kara. Mysterio. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> If it's Mysterio or Zombie Wanda, but even if the comments go Zombie Wanda, I will tie break for Mysterio. Mysterio forever. Mysterio was right, says the teacher in No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that scene when, or you can swing through the hallway. We all know you can. Like, and Hannibal Burris is just like Mysterio was right. Uh, so funny. Okay, the number six seed of Ebony Ma. Hear, uh, hear me and rejoice versus the number 11 seed of Mordo. For me, this is more of an anticipation pick than anything because I do think Mordo is going to be really good in Doctor Strange 2. He wasn't as much of a villain in Doctor Strange 1. Maya, Ebony Ma, Mordo. Definitely going Ebony Ma. Ryan. Mordo. Kara. I love Ebony Ma. Mm-hmm. He's actually scary. <laughs> Hear me and rejoice. Let us know in the comments, Ebony Ma or Mordo. The number three seed of Hella versus the number 14 seed of Crossbones. It was kind of good to see him again in Avengers Endgame, wasn't it? Yes. Hell yeah. He's not better than Hella, in my opinion. Maya. I had Hella. Ryan. Hella. Kara. I'm saying Crossbones more so because of the petition. Because of what? The repetition, like because he's been in more stuff. Mm, interesting. Mordo, Mordo did make more of a run than I would have expected, but Ebony Ma does move on. Rigged. Hella moves on as well. Again, I I do believe the comments go for Hella, but even if it gets to me on the tiebreaker, um, Hella is going to win. I'm the repetition really meant that much to you, huh? Well, it's. Like sometimes you just have to throw something in there. I knew Hella would win. I think she's a good character, um, but she, yeah, I don't know. It's fair. Uh, the number seven seed of Icarus. 
from <laughs> from Eternals. We're going to start with Kara against the 10 seed of Batrock the Leaper. That opening scene on the Lumerian Star and Captain America Winter Soldier is really incredible, portrayed by George St. Pierre. And then we got him again in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Kara Icarus versus Batrock the Leaper. I would really like to pick Batrock the Leaper out of spite because <laughs> of how much I hate Icarus. But obviously, that means something, so I will choose Icarus. Ryan. Batrock the Leaper. <gasps> no, I changed my vote. No, you no, you already cast your vote. It is one to one. Maya. Icarus. Let us know in the comments, Icarus or Batrock the Leaper. I will decide whether I will let Kara change her vote or not. <laughs> but you can't change your vote. Like you hate Icarus. You hate Icarus with a passion. Yes. Yeah. You, so don't, I guess care I about, you don't care about Batrock. You make good points. Batrock was in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just simply, he was he was there. No, he, was, like, he doesn't do much. Like and then he got killed. He leaves no threat to anyone. Like he's no threat to anybody. And Icarus is truly a horrible person. So I will, I guess, stay with Icarus. Icarus moves on. The number two seed, Agatha Harkness. I have been waiting for Jared to get his chance to vote for Agatha Harkness. It is now time against the number 15 seed of the worst mother in the world, Eleanor Bishop. Maya. Here we go with Agatha. Sarah says Icarus because of how complex his villainy actually is. We have one vote for Agatha. Uh, Batrock did run away with it in the comments. So I officially am breaking the tie with Icarus being the number one. That's right. of the two. Uh, Kara, Agatha, Eleanor Bishop. It was Agatha all along. Ryan. Uh, Agatha. The number one seed of Norman Osborne's Green Goblin versus the number eight seed of Ulysses Claw. Kara. Again, going to mess things up here. I'm going Claw. I love Claw. When he leans out the window and like fires his arm gun, like, and he just laughs maniacally. I love it. Uh, okay, Maya. Going Green Goblin. Ryan. Green Goblin, because I think he gave us one of the best villain performances in the entire MCU. Period. Yes. Let us know in the comments, Green Goblin, Norman Osborn versus Ulysses Claw. Kara, I believe, knew that that was just a vote uh, just to get more Claw out there. I don't think she expects Ulysses Claw to move on. And right now he can't, because even if he wins in the comments... I vote Norman Osborn's Green Goblin as well. The number five seed of Wen Wu versus the number four seed of Mysterio. I think this one could be a fun one to debate. So we're going to start with Ryan. Wen Wu. Not even a question for you. No, I will not vote for Mysterio. Why? Because he was right. Because he did our, our boy Peter Parker wrong. So that makes him that makes him a better villain. No. But it's it's like a bad dad versus a guy who stole some technology. I'm going with the bad dad. My uh, so a bad dad is worse than somebody who cripples the entire Okay. Maya. This is very hard. This one's hard. This one's super hard. But I think I'm gonna go with Mysterio. Just because of the manipulation. And I mean, there's manipulation on both sides, but I, I, I'm i going with Mysterio. Let us know in the comments, Mysterio or Wen Wu. 
I think I know where Kara's going. Yeah, I gotta go when Will. Tony's performance in this movie was so so amazing like to me like how you feel about michael keaton's the vulture is how i feel about tony leung's uh when will so i gotta go that one very very close in the comments we'll give, the, give this a chance let us know mysterio or when woo um while those comments still come in we'll move on to the next one of ebony ma versus hella maya the six seed ebony ma three seed hella I'm actually going to go Ebony Ma. This was tough, too. Brian. Squidward. I, I think really Kara's going to remove that one from the comment. Kara. Yeah, Eb the Ma. Ebony Ma or Hella? Yeah, the Ma. Wow. Ebony Ma moves on. Okay. Hella destroyed in the comments, so I think people are going to be really upset. Mysterio. Oh, there's a last-minute vote for Wenwu. I gotta go back and count these. Hang on. It is a complete tie in the comments, which means I am going to tie break. Wenwu or Mysterio. Brian, you voted for. Wenwu. Yeah, you voted for Bad Dad is worse than okay. Um, I'm going Mysterio. I'm yeah. sorry. I He's have gonna to go against me no matter what. He's been doing it all night. <laughs> I gotta go Mysterio. Uh, okay. The number seven seed of Icarus versus the number two seed of Agatha Harkness. Ryan. Agatha Harkness. From Maya. Agatha. Kara. Agatha. The number one seed of Norman Osborne's Green Goblin versus the number four seed of Mysterio, Quentin Beck, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Kara. Goblin. Maya. Green Goblin. Ryan. Goblin. The number six seed, Ebony Ma versus the number two seed of Agatha Harkness. Jared, I still need to see those votes for Agatha. There they are. Perfect. Alex is mad that when we was eliminated, called us cowards. That rigged. <laughs> and Hella, this is rigged. Kara Marie. <laughs> uh, I can't keep up anymore. Okay, so reset in the comments. Agatha Harkness even if you voted once already, Agatha has moved on against Ebony Maw, which means we have number two, Agatha Harkness. Somebody give me a reset in the comments so we can vote Agatha versus Green Goblin, and then we will get started. Maya, you loved, love. you were even on Spider Sunday talking about Norman Osborn's Green Goblin, played by Willem Dafoe. Maya, what is it about Green Goblin that just really spoke to you here? The, the scene where Peter, like, senses a change, like he's sensing something wrong. And then when we see the turn for Green Goblin without him having his mask on or anything, like, I just loved it because William Defoe has such an, like, a face for so much expression. So that's what made me like it. It was just like you were able to see him really act and just be this super diabolical character. And that specific scene with him and Peter is, like, one of my favorite villain scenes of all time so when he's when he's got his back to doc ock and he says just me and then like when he then gets his hands stuck to the thing and he says that's some trick like and then we go full full goblin from there on out like uh jared i do see all the votes for agatha every vote still only counts as one um i do see the multiple votes for agatha 
Um, it's close in the comments. Agatha Harkness, Green Goblin, please let us know. We have not officially cast our votes yet, but we will be getting there very, very soon. Ryan, go ahead and cast your vote. Green Goblin, Agatha Harkness. I know I praised the performance by Green Goblin about eight minutes ago. Ah. <laughs> uh, it was it was Jen Barkley all along, Agatha Harkness, <laughs> Catherine Hahn. See, I think I think that's where Kara's going. I think Kara's going that way specifically because of of Jen Barkley. Well, that too, but even the fact that we watched that entire season and her acting was so good. The whole season, everybody's out here like, oh, House of M, the piece, so like, this is definitely happening. And then it truly was her at the end and that whole reveal and then watching it back to see all that she played in that is just too good. You have to go Agatha. Maya. I'm going to go still Green Goblin. That's what I was afraid of. Okay, here we go. Let's count some. Green comments. Goblin doesn't have a theme song. That's true. I don't know something about knowing Ag Agatha was going to be the villain all along, like from the first episode. Did we know though? Like we weren't sure. We thought she might have been. We weren't up. sure, but we just we just knew there was something off. She was being very sketchy. Like at least that's what I was predicting. Well, she's definitely going to be the bad person by the end of this. But I mean, she's a great villain, but I just can't. Let her win against Green Goblin just doesn't sit right with me, Sarah. It's gonna be the second one. Says <laughs> Catherine Hawk could punch me in the face, and I knew I'd say thank you. Um, okay. Um, strong enough to have it all. Too weak to take it, says Alex. Green Goblin has officially won it in the comments. When we do subtract Alex, or excuse me, Jared's four votes that don't count. Which means it comes down to me, the number one seed of Norman Osborn's Green Goblin versus the number two seed of Agatha Harkness. I have talked about Agatha more than any villain on Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. I ranked my MCU projects a few weeks ago. I had Spider-Man No Way Home at three. I had WandaVision at four. Green mm. Goblin... I have to take into account the character that he was in 2002 against Tobey Maguire. Green Goblin. Yes! Green Goblin moves on. He has to for me. I'm sorry. Jared is going to just Jared is just going to stop listening and that bums me out. <laughs> and I'm sorry Jared, I'm very very sorry. But this these are the tough decisions that have to be made. We are down to the final four. Two one seeds, two three seeds. We'll go back to part one first. The number one seed, Thanos, versus the number three seed of Adrian Toomes, Vulture, from Spider-Man Homecoming. Kara, Thanos, Adrian Vulture, or Adrian Toomes, Vulture. Go. Thanos. Maya. Thanos. Ryan. Thanos. Okay. So Thanos I wins. I would say I had Infinity Ultron beating Thanos. Did you really? I did. Because he saws him in half with the mind stuff. Saws him in half. It's just like <laughs> he's just way more badass, in my opinion. But the number three seed, the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, versus the number one seed of Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Oh, I'm I apologize. Did everyone vote Thanos? Yes. Yeah, okay. So okay, perfect. Uh okay. 
reset in the comments. The Bucky Bar with the Winter Soldier versus Norman Osborn's Green Goblin. Jared is protesting, still voting for Agatha. I fully expected that because he did the same thing last week in the women's bracket. Um, Maya, Green Goblin, the Winter Soldier. Green Goblin. Ryan. Agatha. <laughs> I'm with Jared. Uh, I'll take Green Goblin. Carrie. The Winter Soldier. We've seen him as a bad guy more often and is just as good, in my opinion. Jared is very much enjoying Ryan's protest vote. Let us know in the comments the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes versus Norman Osborn's The Green Goblin. He says he loves you, Ryan. He's a massive hockey fan, too, so that works out pretty well for you. Jared voting for Bucky in protest against Green Goblin, I would assume. Um, okay. We already talked about Bucky Barnes and everything. We haven't talked about Thanos much. So, Kara, you love Thanos more than just about any villain. I would expect you're going to vote for Thanos in the final. What is it about Thanos that really just for lack of a better term, speaks to you, and was Thanos right? Uh, okay, well, I don't think Thanos was right. Uh, but, so, the how I entered the MCU was through the Avengers movie, uh, and then at the end there, where he comes, that's the final do it myself scene, right? What's that? The final do it myself, that comes in a... That a is Ultron. Ultron. Oh, Ultron. Um, so that was kind of like my entrance into the, oh, okay, I've seen that he's here and he's here. And that's when I was first starting to learn about the nerd world. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. He's pretty ugly. And then <laughs> he's just such a good leader, though. He's got leadership skills. He's got resources. Like, he's got, he's very powerful. And it's just, he just makes a good villain. I like his voice. Josh Brolin is such a good voice, uh, voice for him. It's just... Okay. Uh, the Winter Soldier has officially won it in the comments, which means it is two to two, which means the tiebreaker comes down to me again. The Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes versus Norman Osborn's The Green Goblin. David sums it up perfectly for me. Bucky is not a villain. Bucky is a weapon. Mm, that's it, David. That's and Norman Osborn, The Green Goblin is a straight up killer. And I vote for Green Goblin. It's a good which argument. Means our national championship is Green Goblin versus Thanos. I think I, I'm gonna start with Kara because I think Kara's mind's made up. I'm very curious where Maya's gonna go here. I don't know what Ryan's gonna do either. Yeah. Please give me a reset <laughs> in the comments. We do have a vote for Goblin already. Uh Stephanie says. My dog is disappointed. She does have a dog named Bucky. I'm very, very sorry. But Stephanie, it's because we're voting specifically for villains. And it's because I love Bucky too much. Kara, Thanos, Green Goblin. Thanos. Brian. Um, just because of what he means to the MCU as a whole, the entire first 23 movies were named after. His quest, Thanos. Maya. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that logic. So I'm going to go Thanos as well. He posed a larger threat to more people. 
Yes, he did pose a larger threat to more people. Jared says Than Agatha Os. Okay. <laughs> he wiped out half the universe and like all the different universes that there were. Like Green Goblin caused some chaos on Earth. Like if you're looking at it from that perspective, it, there's no contest. Sure. Goblin does win it in the comments, but you guys were a three to nothing one, and I will pile on a fourth vote for Thanos. Thanos is the ultimate villain. Thanos is legitimately the Darth Vader of this generation when it comes to cinematic villains. The snap will resonate with my son as much as No, I Am Your Father will resonate with the previous generation before mine. Darth Vader used to be the ultimate villain in film. I genuinely, genuinely believe that Thanos has replaced Darth Vader as the ultimate cinematic villain in pop culture. And that story, Ryan said it, the Infinity Saga is that for a reason. It is Thanos's quest, which means Thanos is the ultimate villain of the MCU villains bracket. Congratulations to Thanos. Does anybody have an acceptance speech on his behalf? Reduced to atoms is the. I was going to say it was inevitable. <laughs> Justin has the the, quote, the hardest choices require the strongest will. I think uh, it was yeah, a hard choice. Is. Yep. Yep. So everybody's happy with Ryan's logic there. Like I said, Green Goblin did win it in the comments. Anthony was not here. I'm very curious what Anthony's vote would have been because Spider-Man No Way Home is his favorite MCU film. Stephanie says, and the animals, he wiped out half the animals. That's not okay, which means either Finn the dog at my house or Bucky the dog at Stephanie's. One of them wouldn't have made it. So I completely agree with that. Thanos was a better dad than Vader. <laughs> uh, Maya, anything that you need to plug before we get out of here? Uh, no, if you want to follow me on Instagram, into the Mayaverse. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maya just gave a presentation at south by southwest for my fashion we are in the presence of greatness with maya and my fashion in the top corner congratulations on your presentation at south by southwest and all the success that my fashion is having maya mm -hmm. i appreciate it brian thank you plug the Maya instagram plug the Maya. yeah at my fashion and my ve fashion yay maya <laughs> era how's life in canada cold yeah, you know, it's warming up for all the rest of you. I'm getting married this year. I haven't been on for a while. That is my update that I have to bring as I have nothing else to offer this group. You have plenty to offer. Kriston, thank you for joining us. I got to imagine you're not still there. I haven't heard from you in a while. Ryan, Agents of Field, anything else that we need to make sure that you get in? Um, just follow us on Instagram, uh, Agents of Field Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Po uh, at podcast AOF. Jared says, thank you for humoring me. Two weeks in a row, we eliminated Agatha a little bit earlier than he was ready for. But Justin says, congratulations, Kara, on the wedding. Thank you so much, everybody. Next week, we will be back with one more some sort of MCU madness still to be determined if we can do what I want to. It won't be a bracket. It'll be more of a national championship discussion in a collaboration with Babu's freaking podcast, but we will see as to what's coming on from there. But until then, for the children. 
Whether you're coming to Florida to visit Disney or the beach, Hinson Photography specializes in vacation portraits for families and couples. A souvenir that you'll never forget. Visit www.hinsonphotography.com or call 386-478-8099 to learn more about booking vacation portraits with Hinson Photography. That's www.hinsonphotography.com. If you are still joining us here on the post credit scene, stay very, very close to your Diz Life feeds because we are launching a new network called the Nerd Life Network, which will be your new home for Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, Babu's Freaking Podcast, Agents of Field, Comics and Cinema, potentially Girls After Dark, anything else that's still coming. <laughs>